0: girl what up what up sis how you feeling how are you feeling how was your day how is your heart how are you the holidays are on the corner and i'm sending you all so much of my love i am praying for your peace i am praying for bigger love and i am praying that you receive everything that you believe that is yours to be it's on its way to you, sis. it's on the way I wanted to say thank you for all the love from the love letter yesterday I see y'all so deeply and I appreciate you for seeing me girl we got this is in such transformation and I'm so excited to start bringing live events to us next year a community online, and just more love and learning and womanhood and realness. Like that's really all it is being genuine and owning like each part of you and seeing yourself and every woman and understanding that there's no need to judge because we've all gone through some shit and it is okay. So instead of judging, why don't we sit and think, right? Carl Jung said that a lot of us judge more often because it's harder for us to think. If we actually all sat and listened to each other and what each of us have been through, individually and collectively, to be honest, I think there would be such more of a beautiful cohesion of womanhood, sisterhood around the globe. I feel like we could change the world if women didn't judge women as much as we do. But it's also a human trait. But I feel like in women it's more common. But to that, I say, I'm done with it. I'm growing, sis, and I see you because I was one shoe. We may all look very different on the outside, different cultures, different likes, different wants, different religions, different financial status. But on the inside, <laughs> we're a lot of like, our experience are a lot more similar than you think. So, one of my biggest goals for the year 2024 is to unite us in real life. So I'm super excited to start there with you all next year with the drop of the new website, this.com Since I want to say thank you for sharing the love letters to your friends, I want to say thank you for leaving a comment, feedback, sharing it to your social medias. I appreciate it so much. The more you are able to support Here We Got This, the more able to create for you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Today's love letter is going to be one for the people pleasers. I have been a people pleaser for a long time in my life. I have been pleasing so many people for a long time. There's moments where I learned how to say no. There's moments where I regress and get back into it. There's moments where I become submissive. There are moments when I in my light. There are moments when I don't use my voice. There are moments where I look or seek for someone to validate me. There are moments where I am scared to make a decision for myself. And sis, today's love letter is to tell you that it's okay. A lot of us, especially as women, have been taught to please. It's in our patterns. It's what society has tried to shape us into. But as you see all these beautiful, bold, strong women in the world, empowering and standing in their power, know that there are a lot of women who have broke those patterns and are using their voice and are doing the damn thing. So sis, from one recovering people-pleaser to the other, let's get into it. To my people-pleasers, Hey sis, it's me, the number one people pleaser. (laughs) Listen, if there's one thing that I wanna tell you that I've learned this year is the power to say no. N-O, no. A lot of my life was spent being the oldest. I was the oldest of five siblings. And I wanted to really be an example. I wanted to set the example. I was the one trying to please my parents all the time. Get good grades. Be seen. Be a great athlete. Be seen. Do good things in the world. Be seen. Do everything perfect to appease my parents. My father was a bit strict. So I made sure that I did everything he wanted me to do. Insert people pleaser. I grew up people pleasing I grew up making sure that everybody else was good I grew up making sure that as long as they're good I'm good you know what I mean as long as they're good like I don't have any needs like I'm fine like as long as they're good I'm good did you grow up like that too Sis, so did you grow up in the idea that in order for everything to be okay you need to kind of like chill out and like just watch do you know what I mean like maybe sometimes like the house is a bit chaotic or dysfunctional or whatever area or maybe you were an athlete and the coach was nuts and you just had to act like everything was okay and be chill and just go with the flow instead of stand up and saying and speaking what you actually want or like sis that is me i am she I am we. <sighs> when I look back at her, I could go deeper into this, but this is a whole nother episode. I'm going to bring some people on to discuss people pleasing on a deeper, more psychological level. But this love letter is for you because I want to encourage you. This year for me has been really breaking a lot of people pleasing. I always try to be nice and be cool, to be accepted. I always try to make sure that the people I love know that I love them, so I always do the most without reciprocation. I tried to do things that people don't do for me. <laughs> I have a lot of one-sided reciprocal, non-reciprocal relationships in my life. And this year, a lot of that came to an end. And it was hard. So let's get into it. Once you realize that you're a people pleaser, sis, and it's okay, because again, like I just said, a lot of us are. Understand what the core value of people pleasing comes from. Understand the pattern in your life, where it stemmed from, where it was created in your pattern, in your psyche. Once you can understand where it began, then you can start to unravel and understand why, because you weren't born like this. Nine times out of ten, it was your circumstances that created you to be a people pleaser. Because, yes, in my childhood, that shaped me into that people pleaser. But then I continued it as an adult. In my relationships, in my more romantic relationships, I... Oof, girl, in my 20s, that's all I did. I pleased a man over and over until he was on top of the world. I pleased... And I didn't get what I wanted in return. Because as long as he was good, that was my goal. I wanted to see him win. But what about me? I grew up with moms and grandmothers that were selfless. that didn't really pour into themselves. That's all I really saw. Selfless women. And yes, I do believe that there is beauty in being selfless. But I also believe that there is a lot of trauma in selfless, selflessness. Especially selfless women. Because we, as women, have to pour into ourselves, sis. We have to. <laughs> it's law, okay? Um, girl, we got this. It's law that you take some time to pour into yourself. So understand that it's okay. It's okay. Because now you're here. And because you know the core. And you understand why and how and what form this people pleasing inside of you. You can now unravel it and get back to her. I promise you, you can get back there. And this is how we're going to start because I started to stop the people-pleasing this year. And let me tell you, we don't talk about this enough, how scary it is when we stop patterns. Like stopping things that you're so used to doing for so long, it is so hard. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, think of you brushing your teeth every single day and then all of a sudden you don't wake up and brush your teeth. This is a weird analogy, but like when your body and your mind are used to things that you've been doing forever for all of your life, then you automatically stop. Your body kind of goes into like this weird, unbalanced feeling. Your nervous system goes out of whack. You may get stomach aches. You may get dizzy. You may not feel okay. You may even get sick. But it's because your body and your mind and your gut is not used to you standing in your power. And it feels really uncomfortable. And it's so scary. In my early 30s, I did something very brave and I stood in my power and it was the most heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching experience of my life. I self-advocated for myself and... That self-advocacy was probably the most powerful moment of my life. But it was the hardest, most emotional, most physically draining thing I've ever done in my life. Standing up for myself was so hard to do. And at that time, I didn't really reach out for support because I was still on that. I got this. Like, I'm good. I didn't realize I needed support. I don't think I was at that vulnerable level or... Let's be honest. I didn't have the people around me that could support me because I think, honestly, that was it. So one of these biggest, the biggest lessons I've had in 2023 is know who's around you to the audit and do it deeply and do it hard. Okay. Because a lot of people that are used to the old you, like the old you that you don't even relate to anymore, those friends that are still your friends. They might be used to a different kind of you. So when you become this new version of yourself, it's uncomfortable. They don't know what to do with her. And it's hard. You may have to audit some friendships. I had to audit some friendships this year. You know, I was very nice, very accommodating as usually as I am. But sis, (laughs) no, no more. You need to have people in your life that respect your boundaries, but since you have to be bold enough to set those boundaries. Now, from my experience, I thought I set boundaries. I did, nicely. I said, hey, I don't really wanna talk about this anymore. I don't wanna do this anymore. I really don't appreciate this. And then it was crossed again. And then I had to change my tone to let this friendship know, yo, this is not happening anymore. And they perceive that as anger. But I was like, no, it's not anger. It's actually honest passion of letting you know who I am now. And she, the nowtie, does not accept that. And I'm done with thinking that it's okay for me to accept things that I set boundaries for. So sis, audit your circle. And I'm telling you, it's going to be hard. It was so hard for me to do this. Friends that I've loved and I still love, but that no longer have that same relationship that we used to have. And I'm not here to please anymore. I'm not here to fit in this, you know, this body of a friend that you expect me to be because I'm growing and I'm evolving. And I would love for us to do it together. And if we can't, it's okay because I will still love you. It might be from afar, like I said, but I will still love you. I remember I actually reached out for another friend for support when I was going through this because I was like, yo, this is really hard for me. I don't know if I can do this. I love this person and I didn't. In my stomach, <laughs> was it Knots. I wasn't feeling well. It took me a couple of times to really get through what I really wanted to say but after I said it, I'm telling you, sis, I felt a weight off of my shoulders fall off. I felt myself become lighter. And it was still hard and uncomfortable and sad. But I want to remind you that this is all a part of shedding. All of it is. It's, just, it's a pattern that we're used to for so long. It's okay. Reach out to people that you trust to support you. I did. I reached out to someone that I trust and I was like, hey, this was so hard. And she sent me this beautiful message and she said, it's okay. You're not used to setting firm boundaries and allowing and letting people respect them. So the more and more you self-advocate for yourself in your friendships and relationships, the more you'll be comfortable in standing up for yourself. And this will become a practice and this will be easy for you. And I was like, wow. I just have to keep standing in my power. Gotcha. To my people pleaser, sis, you don't have to please anymore. You don't have to be chill and cool, that cool friend. Are you that girl? Because I was that girl. Actually, one of my homeworkers used to always say that. She used to literally introduce me to people as, she she would say this all the time, Yeah, you know, she's just my cool friend. She's so chill. You know, Dude, love her because she's so beautiful. She's so chill. She's so cool. As a 35-year-old woman, I had to say, hold up. And respectfully, I sent her a message and said, hey, I don't really like when you say this to me because that's not true. You know, that cool, chill, that was that version of me that didn't have needs or boundaries. This new me, this new timeline? girl, I got boundaries. I'm still chill because that's me naturally, but I have boundaries and I don't play. And I say no. And when there's something that's going on that I don't like, I'm going to let you know. So please don't introduce me to your friends like that anymore, respectfully. And I love you so much. And she received it and she understood because she met an old version of me, a traumatic version of me, a very immature version of me, Uh, Uh, a version of me who didn't even know herself. I didn't know myself when I knew her. So yeah, I was chill. I didn't have needs. Because I always wanted to fulfill others' needs to feel accepted and loved. Again, it goes back to my childhood, sis. So I want you to really, really, really dig deep and reflect. Do some deep self-reflection. If you have time over the holidays and Get to the root of the people pleasing. I did a lot of that this year. I got to the root of a lot of things. I really self advocated for myself to people that I love deeply, um, to family, to close friends. I took breaks from relationships that no longer felt good, or like they didn't respect me. I had to honor myself because sometimes on new timelines, you have to release old friendships, old acquaintances, old careers, old relate like partnerships to allow new invigorating life force into your field cuz baby you you vibrate on a different frequency right now. You are and you cannot let anybody dim that. You hear me? You cannot let anybody dim that. I don't care how much you love them sis. Because you have to love yourself more. Because if you loved yourself more, you're going to let your loved ones know what you need from them. How they can support you, your boundaries. What you want in a relationship, what you desire, how you want to be seen, how you want to be supported, speak up. And I know it's hard and I know it's uncomfortable because I sat in it. But I'm telling you, sis, it is a practice, baby. So keep practicing. Okay? Now, when it comes to men and women relationships, intimate relationships, sis, woof. (laughs) The people please Letitia is at an all-time high when it comes to men. Let me tell you. And a lot of y'all are probably like, oh no, she probably got that unlocked because of the outside. But internally, there are so many things within me that grew up in a way where I've only watched women take care of men and really not take care of themselves. So I want you to understand that. I have a lot of these issues. When I'm telling you love letters, it's really things that I've been through in this lifetime. So when it comes to male-female relationship or any intimate partnership that you have, I want you to be so courageous because you want that person to love you for who you are. Do not wear a mask. Do not wear a mask. Do not pretend to be anyone else but you. Tell that person what you are, who you are, and what you want, what you will not tolerate, what your non-negotiables are, what you want to do in this life and how you want to feel loved in this life please just take it from me life is a long beautiful journey and I want you to be blessed with people who really see you but you have to be your authentic self to attract that and we're so scared to lose people us people please are so scared like we're scared to be alone but baby it's okay Because when you're your authentic self, you're going to attract the people that you want to attract in your life, in your frequency. The more you are not yourself, the more you're attracting people who are not your people. Because you are not you. You are not owning who you are. Step boldly into her. And I'm talking to myself. What I'm saying is step boldly into you authentically. In every partnership, every friendship, every career, every acquaintance, every every aspect of your life that you're stepping into, step into her boldly as you. Diane von Furstenberg said this, and I love this quote that she says. She says, I didn't know who I w- wanted to be or feel, but I always knew the woman I wanted to become. So, like, she didn't know what she wanted to do as a career or what she was going to do and all those things. But she had a vision of actually the woman she wanted to be. So, in the meantime, when she's dating, having these friendships, she's only accumulating people that are attracted to her higher self because she sees her. She might not be there right now. She might be confused right now. But you know what your desires are. You know who you are deep down inside, and you have to be that so you can become the woman you've always wanted to be. She wanted to be a woman in charge. That's what she wanted to be. And she became a lead fashion designer, a powerful voice in the woman world, an entrepreneur, a princess, an icon, because she knew the type of woman she wanted to be. She wanted to be a woman in charge. What kind of woman do you want to be? What do you want, sis? Because I feel like us people pleasers, we don't know what we want. (laughs) I'm talking to myself. There's so many times where I don't know what I want. Cause one, either I'm scared to actually say what I want. Two, I'm nervous that they won't accept me because of what I want. Or three, I just actually never sat with myself to understand what I truly wanted. So now we're here. People pleasers unite. I see you, I feel you, and I hear you. We will be talking about this on a deeper level on an upcoming podcast with an incredible woman who is going to decode the people pleasing, how we can recover, and how we become our best selves, how we can use tools to really become the woman we always wanted to be. I wanted to talk about people pleasing because it is the holiday season. I feel like holiday season, we do a lot of people pleasing, especially when it comes to family and friends. We do things because that's just what we do. But sis, I encourage you to let you know that you don't have to do it just to please people. You should start pleasing yourself. Start allowing yourself to step into her power. Start allowing her to start using her voice start allowing people to know how you really feel start letting people know your boundaries what you accept where you no longer will show up start letting people see you for who you are especially during the holiday season because it's stressful enough holidays should be full of love joy happiness and you are actually where it all begins and by allowing yourself to stand up for yourself and how you feel and what you desire, it will really help you enjoy a lot of different events, moments, holidays at a different, more peaceful, beautiful level. So sis, my people pleaser, my recovering people pleasers, I encourage you to use your voice this season. She's in there. It's going to be hard. You're going to feel nervous. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you can do it. And after you do it, oof, it's like a... <sighs> and if you need support, reach out to someone you trust and you love. Because it's not always easy. Says, I love you truly, madly, deeply. And girl, we got this... Today's love letter has been sponsored by Trust for Us, TrustforUs.com. Their hats made for us by us because let's face it, hats are only made for men. But trust is made for us. I'm sending you guys all my love. We got this.